Hello, Not About Us family, friends. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to sit down and have a conversation piece. Uh, it's been a little while since our last one, so I'm sure we've both got some things to think about and say. But yeah. uh, as always, I'm Brett. And I'm Scott. And this is Not About Us. Right, just <laughs> just for housekeeping, uh, it's uh, July fifth, twenty twenty two, and I am laughing because uh, I I knew that because yesterday was July fourth, which is <laughs> two two reasons important to me. One, it's uh, the fourth of July, which is you know United States of America, uh, go America, but, <laughs> but it's also my wife's birthday, uh, so probably, probably shouldn't forget that. <laughs> Um, but thank you for being here. Uh, we're going to have that conversation. Uh, but first, as, as always, we've got to make sure we do it in the, in the proper way, the right way. Uh, it can't be about us. So let's invite the one it is about and, and, uh, let's see if he can help guide this conversation because, oh, Lord knows we need it. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, would you please give us a, a prayer? Absolutely. Thank you, Yahweh God. Thank you. First and foremost, God, we just want to thank you and praise you. Yahweh God, we just want to we just want to fall on our faces and and submit to your authority, but we also want to lift our hands and just cheer and and tell you how much you are loved. Yes. Yes. God, thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for for giving everything for us. Even this opportunity uh, to come back to you and tell you that and, and, and to express that to you. We thank you. It's all, it's all because of you. So right now, today, we just invite you in to have your place here. And, and we hope that this truly is uh, a, a podcast of prayer, meaning a conversation where you are an active participant uh, take the mic. Um, let us be your voice. Let us <clears throat> let us be you today, Yahweh God, and and you you shine. Uh, this is not about us. It's about you. So so let us step into the background and and you take over today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Scott. Um, Something you mentioned there, Fourth uh, of July for America. Mm -hmm. Interesting fact. Did you know the founding fathers thought that July second would be the date that was always remembered? I, I, I've heard that. Yeah, uh, I've also heard that July sixth had some important, but I can't remember what that was now. But yeah, uh, July fourth, our our birthday. <laughs> um, well, do you you had? I know you said you had something that you wanted to to say do you want to start off on a topic oh yeah i got a couple things i was just i thought would make for a good conversation um not so much topical just so much something i've been going over myself lately um one of them is and i do this all the time but i kind of as i start to think about different ideas as i start to ponder the gospel as i start to uh, go over 
different aspects uh, about the Word of God and so on and so forth. And every once in a while, you know, my I have a creative temperament, so I'm my mind starts to just go bing, 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 and 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 I lose track of everything. And when that happens, I kind of what I do is I go, all right, stop, pull back, and let's start from the foundation again and and work my way back. And I, like I said, I do this periodically. I and and I, I've been in one of those seasons where I've just come back to the beginning and started from ground, you know, from square one, from from the ground level. And this is just, I, I might have even done this on a podcast before, talked about this kind of thing, but I just wanted to talk about um, how how basic and how simple and how, to me, how self-evident certain truths are that so many people actively miss. And I say actively miss because it's like they're trying to miss the mark. They don't want to see it because if they see it, then they have to acknowledge it. They don't want to do that. And the simple fact um, yeah, so forgive me if this is this is covering ground I've already covered at one point. But if we're starting from square one, if we're starting, say, all right, guys, let's stop and let's figure this out from the very first point and move forward. The very first thing you have to answer. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fudge it a little bit here. I'm gonna I'm gonna separate it into two things. But the, the first thing is, is there a God? You have to answer that question accurately before moving forward. Because if you don't answer that question accurately, everything else that, that you come up with, every other piece will be accidentally accurate at best. And you won't have, even if it is accurate, you won't have the foundation of how you got there correctly. Right. Which means it can be shattered uh, much more easily. And and I say I, I'm going to fudge because there's two things. Most people, that, that first one is if you're trying to be accurate in a scientific reality sense. If you're trying to determine the reality of the universe. You say, I'm going to apply the scientific method. I'm going to determine what is. You have to answer that question correctly. Is there a God? But most people aren't trying to do that. They're just trying to say, uh, from a morality standpoint, they're trying to say, what am I allowed to do? What, what is good? What is bad? Uh, what choices am I allowed to make? You know, where can I go? From a morality standpoint, we already know there is a God. Because if nothing exists beyond us, then we are God. If there's nothing, so there is a God, the question just is, the question uh, be, goes from, is there a God to who is God? Because um, if you're not looking at it from a, you know, is there a divine, all-powerful being, just a question of who is the highest being who is allowed to determine what morality is, then we already have an answer. We exist. And so, so the question just becomes, is there something above us that determines morality 
beyond our will. Um, so the question goes from, again, is there a God to who is God? And the reason they want that answered is they want to be God so they can determine their own morality. Right. Now, the question with one of the problems, and I know I've discussed this before. It might not have been a podcast, but I know I've discussed it you know, with many people. So I, 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 again, I apologize. I might be covering old ground here. But the problem, one of the frustrating things I see is in the scientific community, there are two categories. Uh, this is, from, from all I've seen, they just name them A category and B category. It's literally true. And I know we've talked about this. But the A category are those things which you can apply the scientific method to. They are questions of reality. Um, how much does this weigh? You know, what's the distance from here to New York? Um, what is the temperature of the sun? Things like that. There is a definitive answer. And if we have different opinions, well, I want it to be this. And someone else says, well, I don't like that answer and I'd rather it be this. You, you can't do that. You know, science says, no, there is a definite answer. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. Right. Um, then there's a B category, which are essentially are matters of opinion, which you cannot apply the scientific method because any answer is right. Um, which of the Batman movies is the best? You know, you're going to get a different answer from everyone because they all have different opinions. You know, is uh, which which color is your favorite? Uh, so on and so forth. Things like that. So what they've done, what what these what certain scientists have done and called it science. It's not science, but they've called it science is that they've placed the question of is there a God in the B category? And they have said that is a non-scientific question. It is culturally related. It just depends on what you want to be true. And you cannot apply the scientific method to it. Therefore, it's non-scientific to even ask the question. And this is how they get around uh, the, the idea of God. They just say, nope, it doesn't exist. Let's move on. But you have to... And you say, but you have to answer this question. Nope, nope, it's not even scientific to ask it. We're done. You don't understand. You have, I said we're done. And, and that's, that's, the way, that's where they go with it. Mm -hmm. And they just say, if you're even trying to answer that question, you're not being scientific. Which is completely bogus and unscientific in and of itself. Because, think of it this way. If I say... Who's your favorite superhero, Spider-Man or Batman? That's a B category question. You know, one person could say Batman, one person could say Spider-Man. It's all a matter of opinion. And so they say that is the same thing. That's where this category, that's why it falls into this category. It's just an opinion. Right. But if I ask the question, does Spider-Man actually exist in the real world? Is Spider-Man real? That's an A category question. We can determine the reality of, of who Spider-Man is. 
we can apply the scientific method and we can say, no, he's not real, he does not exist. The evidence shows he was created from the mind of a couple of individuals, uh, and, you know, and any, you know, does Spider-Man exist? That's an A category question. And that is the God question. Does God exist? The answer to that is yes or no. There, it is a definitive question that has an answer based in reality. He either does or he does not. And if he does, then we need to determine who he is or she or they or whatever that is, mm -hmm. you know, coming from a position of you don't know when you're looking, uh, before you move on. You have to answer that correctly before moving on. Because everything else uh, must, must come from that foundation or it's an error. Even, even questions of what should I eat for dinner? You know, uh, but, but, you know, because what does, what does God say? Oh, there is no God. Then it comes back to, well, you can do whatever you want. You're yeah. God. Uh, but if, if there is a God, then there might be rules determined by what you can and cannot eat and what you can and cannot do. <laughs> I watched a, a video on Babylon B today and, uh, it was, it was his top 10 best reasons why God does not exist. And it is, it is obviously it's a parody, it's a satire thing, but one of his was there are far too many fast food options. So if God <laughs> existed, there would not be these options that make me fat. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was that kind of stuff, right? Um, uh, my, my, my Twitter... But the thing, you know the thing is about that? I've heard real scientific arguments based along those type of lines. Oh, it's a parody about actual yeah. things that people have said or, 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 yeah. have, or have tried to argue. Um, so real quick, I find that I find the hypocrisy of this hilarious, not really hilarious. I find it, I find it hilarious in one sense, but I find it sad in the other. So in the B category, you have, does God exist? But in the A category, things that they are active, actively pursuing to try to figure out if they're real or not, mm -hmm. do ghosts exist? Yeah. Do UFOs exist? Do alien civilizations exist? Mm -hmm. Those are all in the A, A category. category question. But we can't put God in there because right. they have to do everything they can to keep God out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, because there is a there is a deception. There is a there is a lot more going on in the spiritual to that too. And the fact is, because that's an A category question, because there is a reality, yes or no, is there a God? And they de and they deny that, and they automatically throw it in the B category question and decry you if you try to answer it as being unscientific. They themselves are being unscientific, and therefore, because they have predetermined that this is the case, and they will not listen to any. Uh, uh, to any evidence to the contrary, they're the ones being religious. Yeah. But they won't hear that. They won't recognize that. Well, I mean, the, the, they they have to have so much faith to believe because none of none of their none of their big theories and, and their theories none of them have actually been proven. Yeah. You know, the Big Bang has not actually been proven. We can't recreate it. You can't actually take the scientific model and try to recreate it. 
Mm -hmm. They've tried, but that's not going to to work. And even if it does, it in and of itself points towards a god. Right. But they'll say things like, the science is settled on it. Uh But even that's hypocrisy, because we still call it the theory of. Right. We don't, it's not settled, uh, but they, they, they. We have, we have evidence, we don't have, we don't have a conclusion. Right. We have pieces of evidence. We don't have enough to say we have determined absolutely. Yeah. And the problem is a lot of those theories, if you actually put any time and energy into them and not just listen to what people tell you about them, you'll find that a lot of the evidence that they have is shoddy at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they stand on it and they, and they will say, nope, it's been settled. But yeah. that's not science either. But again... This, this is a great point because it shows where their hearts are and mm-hmm. it shows what their agendas are. Because I remember when the Big Bang Theory was first, uh, well, first came up with because they, were, uh, they had evidence that led them down this road, that led them to this theory. It was hailed as finally we have scientifically proven the non-existence of God. You know, and as they dug deeper into it, and as they realized, the Big Bang Theory itself implies that there is a God. Mm-hmm. The same scientists who were going, yes, Big Bang Theory, rah, 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 let's go, are now starting to go, you know what, no, it's probably wrong. You know what, no, there's there's something else to it. There's There's something else, something else is going on here. And they're quietly trying to push it to the side. And, and go somewhere else, but the evidence they continue the evidence continues to mount that it's probably correct and that frustrates them. So as long as it appears that the evidence is showing something that they like, they're all for it. As soon as they realize it's show it's actually revealing something that they disprove they disapprove of, Suddenly, that very thing that they were on board with, uh, they they step back and go, you know what? We've decided we don't like it anymore. It's not it's not a good idea. It's not it's not scientifically sound. Right. But you just said it was scientifically sound. Yep. Changed my mind. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. We're wrong. So then the science isn't settled. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And and it just shows you how much it's not the science and the evidence. It's their agenda and the end game that they want. Mm-hmm. Anything, it, anything that supports or looks like it support supports where they want to go, they'll jump on board with. And any evidence that seems to contradict them, uh, they will step back and mock it, and or or flat out ignore it and treat it as if it doesn't exist. Yeah. And then I, th- I think it's interesting too, like you, when you were talking about a um, couple people created Spider-Man. So we can prove that, that Spider-Man is not real in the sense that there's an actual person out there with spider-like powers and abilities. But he was a creation mm-hmm. of a, a couple of people in this case. Yeah. He is a creation. So then what are we? You, know, you have to ask that question mm-hmm. too then. Uh, are we not a creation then? Where did we come from? Right. Um, You know, you can't, you look at a building and you don't necessarily know the architect. You don't necessarily know the people that put it together, but you know that it must have had Mm -hmm. minds that came together to create this thing and and people who came together to build it. 
-hmm. it, it had to be. For whatever reason, they look at the world and it came from nothing. Somehow, mm -hmm. some way, even though the math doesn't make sense, even in their own, uh, uh, this is a, I was watching a video about um, atheists and what they believe and all this, and one of the major questions that they still can, that, 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 that has almost turned some of them from being atheists is still that one unanswered question. If the math doesn't work, the chances of all of this happening, uh, if it had been off by the zero, the smallest percentile, mm -hmm. and it would not be this way, that, that looks like a design. Mm-hmm. And, and that has almost, that, that fact that these very smart individuals have come to that point and they've almost turned to the other side because right there, that, that, that the, the fact that the math just does not work uh -huh. for, for this to have been, to be exactly as it is in any, in any minuscule number of direction either way. And we would not be in the situation that we're in. Mm -hmm. And that's almost turned some of the big ones. Uh, this is like Dawkins and Hitchens and, and whatnot. These are, these are the ones that have said on video, there's recordings of them. That is the one piece yeah. that would almost turn them. And uh, it, going along with what you're saying right there, I think this is in, um, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. I think this example. Great book, by the way. Uh, but uh, it might be somewhere else. But they were talking about how if you walked into uh, your living room, you woke up, you get showered, uh, you go downstairs, you walk into your living room, and there's a note on your table that says, like, uh, and I forget what it said, but in my example, I'll say, um, uh, Hi, Dad, I'm going to be at the mall. Uh, pick me up at 12. Uh, signed, Matthew, my son. Um I would rationally assume that that was not an accidental uh, explosion of ink and paper that just happens to form a message there. I would rationally assume that was a calculated, intelligent message from an individual to myself, and I would follow it accordingly. Right. And they said, when you look at the DNA molecules, uh, and how they're designed, they form sentences. They form intelligent patterns. They, they said, uh, they form thousands and thousands and millions and millions of lines of intelligent code. Uh, and they said, how can we not look at that and see uh, an intelligent design writing it? Right. It's, it's obviously, you know, there's a hypocrisy there. We look at one and say that's obvious, a creation of somebody's. And we look at the other one that's even more intricately, you know, millions and millions of times more intricately complex and go, oh, that was a colossal accident. Right. Uh, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Right. Yeah, you walk into a library and you don't assume that there was a massive explosion that happened to bind and create all the pages and, yes. and put them perfectly on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Rationally, you know that the building was built, the shelves were put in, people put the books on the shelves. Like, you know, <laughs> rationally, that's what you know. <laughs> exactly. But um, that's, you know, I had some other things I was thinking about too, but that's one I've, I've been going back that to me, that is foundation one. Mm -hmm. You have to answer that 
question first. Is there a God? Once you accurately determine that there is, then ask the question, okay, who is it? Because until you have that question answered, you can't move forward correctly without understanding the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. And and there's there's lots of other things I could get into here. Um but and and we've got into some of them in other podcasts before but that's i'll let you go on now that's kind of where i was that that, that's what's been going through my mind why can't people see it i did have years ago i had i will say this years ago i had a friend of mine we're just out of high school and we're talking about this and i bring this up and i said you have to accept the fact that whatever exists you i or anybody else cannot change it according to what we believe, according to what we say, or according to how we act. It exists, period. You know, it, and, and he was like, no, that's not true. I was like, and I wasn't saying this is uh, something to convince him. This was just part of the conversation that I thought was self-evident. And, and it shocked me. He was like, no, you're just making that up. And I was like, no, that's, that's basic reality. This is basic physics. That's just whatever exists, exists. That, that's just it. And if you, and if you, I, or anyone else can change the nature of reality of that thing, that means we're God. Uh, and, 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 but that, then that becomes the reality that cannot change. Uh, but the fact is we have to determine who, who is the one that, has, that is the author of reality. Um, and whatever it is, is not affected by everything underneath it that wants it to be different. It simply is. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to, he's like, oh, come here, come here. And he goes and gets a third party and he brings it up. And every, every single person is looking at him like, what is wrong with you? Of course, that's obvious. That, that's blatantly obvious. And finally he just stops, realizes how right it was. And he goes, oh, I thought you were just I get. I thought you were just trying to get me to admit something Christian. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like no, that's basic scientific fact. Uh, and and he's like, oh, I th- I thought you were just trying to get me another step closer to something religious with that. And that to me kind of epitomizes the whole thing. People don't want to go there because they think they're stepping into agreeing with who God is. Yeah. I, yeah, and, and I think I think that we have the, the big battle is against the human ego because we just we can't I, I've known some people who are atheists and they when, when the big questions come up when the tough questions come up they fall back onto their own lived experiences they fall back on their own education which of course education system is skewed towards one, uh, opinion, um, and when they and then, so when they can't reconcile all of that, it comes back to that block that we all have, and I've and I had it for most of my life. And that block is, if I get to a point where I admit that all of these theories at school taught me and all of this stuff is wrong, and there actually is a God, and if it is the Christian God, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. That block comes up, and that shield of protection comes up. It yeah. says, I will not admit to that. I cannot admit to that mm-hmm. because I want to continue doing what I'm doing. 
Right. My, my, and so the ego, and, and they'll fight it, even though their arguments are getting even more dumb and, 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 and mm-hmm. you know, the, the, to a point where it, it, it's almost comical being on the other side and watching them stumble. And, and they're so close, but they just cannot break that barrier down of that ego. And, and I can say this because that was me for quite some time. You know, I believed there was a God, but I, I created the idol God in my head. The one that was going to be okay with whatever I did. So I created myself as God. Mm-hmm. And, I just, and, I, and I said he was the Christian God. Yeah. And, you know, so my block was a little bit different. I believed him. I would even pray to him every so often. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it was me that I was praying to because... It was yeah. going to be okay no matter what I did. Uh-huh. Uh, at the end of the day, it was going to be okay no matter what I did. I was safe. Yeah. That was my block. I had to have that. I had to have that wall broken down, and come to that humble. That the, the, the key word there, the humble understanding that that version of the God that I had in my head was not the real, true God. Mm-hmm. But then the beauty of that is once you come to that point. Once you, and for me, it was a very emotional episode of, oh no, I'm in such trouble then. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, I actually, I never actually thought about like killing myself, but I thought to myself, it would have been better if I never existed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, these were the kind of thoughts that I was having, but then the other part of it comes in, the love that he has for you and the fact that you're forgiven. Yeah. You know, it just... Then the excitement comes because, and, and the appreciation comes because now you realize I didn't deserve it. I, sh- you know, I, I'm in such trouble. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have it. But it's okay. But I do. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't know, have his love. I shouldn't have this freedom. I shouldn't have his grace. But I do. And so and I think even if they don't want to admit to it, uh, they're all creating an idol of God. Even if, even if they say there is no God then they're their own god that is an idol mm-hmm. so they're they're all creating this idol that that they're comfortable with whether they care about it on the big the big picture or not uh-huh. they just want to be okay with the things that they're doing in their life and uh yeah you know so i mean that's and what you just said right there too leads to another point that a lot of christians are doing this too mm-hmm. it's easy to look at an atheist who says there is no god and see how flawed that logic is but a lot of people are praying to Jesus, call Jesus their God, call themselves Christians, but they're really worshiping themselves. Just like you said, they're just they're just going in line with the terminology uh, of mm-hmm. the people around them that that gets them uh, uh, smiles from their friends and family. But they they really what you just said. They, they say they're worshiping Jesus, but the Jesus they're worshiping is their own creation of who they want him to be. And they're really just worshiping themselves and calling it. that. So that's more difficult. To, it's to, incredibly difficult. And, yeah. and in fact, I have, a, I have a... To discover, to, yeah, to correct. I, I have a great example of this. This, this brought a tear to my eye. Um, not in a good way. <laughs> a lot of times I, I cry for good reasons. Um, my whole relationship journey with God has been so emotional at points where I have no point, no, no choice but to just break down. Um, but this time it was it was on the other side because uh, we went to a Fourth of July parade and 
uh, one of the local churches um, had a float, or not a float, but they, they had a trailer and they had people on it and whatnot, and they had the name of their church, and um, and, and, and there was the banner said something like, um, our faith is 2,000 years old, but our, um, our, our, I can't remember exactly what it said, but like our faith is 2,000 years, but our um, ideas are not, or something like that, or what we believe is not, something like that. And, and I still wasn't quite understanding. And then the back of the trailer, they had, um, they had a standee of Jesus, uh -huh. and wrapped around him was the gay uh, pride parade, uh, uh, the, the, the flag. Uh -huh. And it just, the fact, and I know, I know that this, I, I know that there's these people, that these progressive churches that are, okay, that are okay with, you know, basically not not following scripture and mm -hmm. and the word of God and all this kind of stuff. I know it's out there, but just the, the, the fact that here, it's right here in my community, there's this church that is purposely leading people down the wrong path. And, and the fact that they think they're right, mm -hmm. that, 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 that ego, that barrier, that, that, that toughness to break through. I think it, I think it would be harder to try to convince them, especially right now in the United States of America, where the issue is so politicized, politicized you know, I mean, it's politicized. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it's such a hot subject. Um, mm -hmm. Abortion, gay rights, um, gun control. These three things right now mm -hmm. uh, are going to cause a lot of and just Republicans and Democrats in general. They're just so they're getting so far away that there's no way to even have common compromise anymore. Mm -hmm. And so. I, I, I was like, what, what do I do? What do I do as a Christian in this moment? An actual, and, and I say Christian, but I, I, I am in a relationship with God. I am doing my best to know him, to dig deep into his word, to uh, try to figure out who he is and what he wants for me. And I know that this is not right. What do I do in this moment? You, you know, that really hit me too. And it's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I, how do I how do I reach a whole church and explain to them that, that, that they're wrong when all I'm going to be doing is going up against a brick wall, you know? So the 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 choice that I that I end up with, of course, is that I pray for them and I will yeah. pray for them and I will pray for them and do what I can in that sense. But it really just that really just affected me because yeah, uh, seeing Jesus with the the, the gay, I, I mean they they created an idol. That's it was a it wasn't made of wood or or stone it was a cardboard it was, but it was an idol on display right there mm -hmm. and and I and I know that in modern times more often than not we create an idol in our head not necessarily there's not a whole lot of people that are bowing down to an actual statue now and right, it, right. you know it does happen but it's not very common but but again as we've talked about other times the physical examples of the Old Testament are meant to reveal spiritual truths. They're bowing to an idol, mm -hmm. not necessarily a physical idol, but you're right. We're supposed to see that physical example and understand spiritually what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was, that it, it's, it's, it's Jesus that they, that they've, that they've manipulated. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's what hit me so hard. Cause, uh, it's not the real Jesus, but they would say that it is. Yeah. And I think that's what hit me so hard. And, and, 
it kind of it kind of soured my Fourth of July parade. I was there with my my boys and my wife and and her her her, her uh, mom and grandma and 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 I and I do my best because when something affects me, it affects me, and I and I and I have to process it. You know, so I'm like, I don't want it to ruin what's going on. This is my baby's first mm-hmm. parade. We had this cool new wagon that we got for them, and they're just in there. I think they're just having a blast. They're just able to look around everywhere and see all the people and the things going on. And I'm like, be in this moment. It's okay. I'll come back to that. <laughs> you know, um, that reminded me of something else. Um, years ago, there's a. Um... <sighs> I don't even know what it is, uh, what it, where it was. It, it was at a castle in, in England that they performed this concert. But uh, Steve Taylor uh, is a Christian musician. When I was growing up, this is in the mid-80s that this happened. Uh, so I, I watched this on video cassette. <laughs> you know, it feels so ancient now yeah. to say that. But it was a live show. It was a live uh, concert. That he did, and one of the things he talked about at that point was this is around the time, shortly after the time that AIDS was exploding and HIV and all of that. And on the flip side of what you're talking about, you see, you see, there's a church who's saying, you know, we embrace, you know, uh, uh, God loves homosexuality, you know, G, you know, all that kind of thing. Uh, well, there's also the flip side. Uh, where there's a lot of churches out there who are saying God hates homosexuals, uh, wants them dead, right. you know, that kind of, I mean, really going on the... Uh, the West Baptist, Baptist Borough. And, yeah. yeah. And he was talking about how this one local church was coming out saying AIDS is condemnation and God wants to kill all the homosexuals and that kind of thing. And they said, so in the middle of this, there was this youth group these kids, boy, I feel like, okay, I got, I want to slow down because I feel like I'm almost going to start crying. Uh, but, uh, and maybe I should, maybe I should just stop saying, you know, maybe I should just stop controlling myself and let it go. Uh, but, um, they said they were going every day to this, this, uh, AIDS, I don't know if it was a hospital or, or a special clinic or something that was specializing in these AIDS patients, and there were these people dying right. of AIDS in this clinic, and they were ministering to them mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel with them every day, just going right. They were going to where they were and loving them, yep. and they said while, while they were there, eight of them died, four of them accepted Jesus before they died. And it's like, that that's... You know, this, I hate you. Oh, we, you know, no, God loves homosexuality. No, God wants them all dead. There, There's, you know, and meanwhile, these, these people are going, we don't want either of you. We're going, we're going to love the people. We're going to bring Jesus to, the real Jesus to them. Um, that's, that's what we should all be. And I think I thought of that because, because I think one of your statements is like, what do I do? And, and I, in my mind, I went, that's what we do. Well, and they, and they, and the cool thing about that, I heard, I, I, I'm familiar with that story too. And that was a, that was in the early days where, uh, it was the, it was such a mystery disease. And now what recently we've experienced this as well with the whole, I can't say it, um, if I want to be on YouTube, <laughs> but, but, but the, the doctors and the nurses were taking care of them, but there was a lot of 
there was a lot of fear. uncertainty and yeah you know how do i get this how is it you know they, they didn't fully understand it yet uh -huh. and so the fact that these people went in there unafraid yeah. mm -hmm. unafraid to minister them was it was a big deal because there yeah. were even doctors and nurses that were refusing to treat because they weren't yeah. sure about the nature of the exactly at the time you you weren't even certain if you were in the same room with them for an extended mm. period of time, could you catch it? Right. We weren't 100% certain of how this is transmitted, what's going on, uh, uh, how how easy is it to infect someone else. Right. So you're right. That was that was a big deal. Well, and, and Scripture says that it's better for it's better for a sinner to repent and do good. You know, he doesn't want to destroy anybody. So on the far on the far end, where they're like, death to all homosexuals, that's wrong. That's not what God wants. Uh -huh. it, it grieves him that 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 has to be done. Scripture says it is better for any sinner, and 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 just because this is where we we all got to be humble too. I I consider that to be. The actions that they're doing, especially now that they're really coming after our children, they really are. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't care what they say. It, they're they're trying to get into schools. They're trying to get into libraries. They're trying to get into spaces with. Now it's all age pride events, and you've got mostly naked individuals out there doing sexual acts in front of our children. You're coming after my children. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say, but but. Uh, uh, the thing is that I personally think that that's an abomination, but I have done things in my life that I know are an abomination too. Mm -hmm. We can't we can't look at them and 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 then oh they're sinning and forget the fact that we're also sinners. Yeah, that we have done things just as just as in the eyes of God, we have done things that we we put a. We put a ranking level on it. Yeah. You know, murder is worse than theft. Yeah. You know, but God doesn't do that. Uh-huh. You know, if you've, done, if you've broken any of the commandments, you have broken all of the commandments. Mm -hmm. and, you're, in, you're in violation of the entire law if you've broken just one aspect of it. Exactly. And so that's where, that's where it's, it, it, and I've, ba I've battled with this myself um, in my Christian walk. You know, I've, I, I had a, I had a, one time we had a guest minister at a church that I was attending at the time, and they were gay. And I wanted to walk out. You know, and, and, and I've grown quite a bit since then. Now I would actually rather have a conversation with them. Because uh, I have to remember, whatever they're doing, mm -hmm. I have also done. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, in one shape or form, I have done something that is just as even... It's just as equal with the things that they have done. We're both yeah. in the same boat. And I'll throw this out there. I mean, I've said it before on these podcasts. I was mired in pornography yeah. for the longest time. That is a sexual perversion. I, I jumped in uh, appeasing my own sexual desires. Yes. It's on the same level. You know, they're just, you know, the homosexual, they're just doing what they want to do that makes, you know, them feel good, you know, in that way. That's what I was doing. I cannot look at a homosexual and say, you deserve death because that, that, that's echoing right back at me. Exactly. And I have to, um, and the reason, one of the reasons I'm so open and, and easily, I, I easily share that with people is because it keeps me humble. It, it makes sure oh, yeah. I, I'm not trying to hide it in the sense 
I'm not trying to flaunt it like, look at my past. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> uh, but but I don't want to hide it because I, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge I'm a sinner saved by grace. I uh, Paul said, I will, I, will con- I will show you all of my faults easily because that means anything that good that happens, God gets the credit for. It. Right. I glory in my weaknesses. Um, but also it keep it it helps me stay at that point where I'm not condemning them. I'm loving them. I'm pitying them. I'm hurting for them because I've been there. I know what that trap is like. And on the other hand, um, cuz I can speak with this too. I have also had issues with porn in my life. But the for, when someone is willing to step out and say, I have had an issue with this, whatever it is, um, you know, I was a thief, I was a, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is. If someone's able to reach out and say those things, there are people out there who honestly think that there's something wrong with them and they're the only one going through this. Mm-hmm. And so if there are people out there putting the example out there and willing to admit that I have been there. Yeah. It, it, it really does help I, in my own personal life. It has helped me to acknowledge the fact that, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's, there's no sin that you can do that has not been already done, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and, and, but sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we think that we, we're the only one this is happening to what's wrong with us i mean that's been a theme of my life mm-hmm. there's been many times in my life what's wrong with me why oh yeah you know in fact that's one of the indicators that i can tell where i am in my walk with god is if i'm constantly thinking of how pathetic i am and I, and when i because i'm an analyst by nature so when i think about my past and certain things keep popping up that make me go, oh my gosh, I feel sorrow for every single person ever associated with me who had to deal with this pathetic wretch that is me. And I lied to that person. I hurt yeah. that person. Oh my gosh. I can tell my walk with God isn't as close as it should be because everything is depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing how horrible I am. Uh when my when I'm really chasing God, it's I still acknowledge it, but then I see the victory on the other side, and I see, you know, uh, if there's something still hanging out there, I can see how it can be repaired. Yeah, I can see uh, I I see victory, and I see Him in the midst of all this sorrow and all of this all of this garbage that I've done. I see His grace in the middle of it. Yep. Yeah, no, when you're, I've been, I've been in that position before too, where, and I don't think I've, I don't think I've been in those moments. I've not been very strong in my relationship with God. I'd actually say I've been getting pulled the other way because I'll be in that position and go, I'll get, I'll get so defeated. What's wrong with me? I can't fix this. And I, I can't be saved. He, why would he, why would he save me? Why, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I've been there. Yeah. You know, and, and. And yeah, you you're 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 being pulled the other way because those kind of thoughts are mm-hmm. from the enemy. Uh, you know, he's yeah. he's trying to convince you that yes, you are. You know, come come my way because you are not. You cannot be saved. What you've done is horrible and all of this. And it's not. It's not. It's been done by somebody mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, millions of times. And 
And so when people are willing to acknowledge, and, and, then, and then when you see somebody, when you see somebody who acknowledges that, that, that they've been there, but then you see where they are currently, what a great motivation. Yeah. You mean, you were where I am right now, but mm -hmm. I think of you as, you know, great, you know? It's the motivation that, well, then why, I can do that too. Yeah. You know, I uh -huh. just have to figure out how you did it. <laughs> I can do it too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, no, I think I think being being humble and, and open uh, is great for many reasons. It, got, it gives glory to God. It also potentially will aid somebody who is lost in that, who is who is hearing the uh, the other voice telling them that they are scum, that they're not going to be able to overcome this, that they that mm -hmm. they're the only one. So there's something wrong with them, you know. Yeah. I, no, I I, I I I greatly appreciate people who can do that. So anything you want to throw out there? <laughs> <laughs> that no, this has been. I feel like going. And that's been not about us for today. Thank you. I, you know, I was like, that was good. That whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to jump out and say no. What was on your heart? You know, without without going there. No, I, that was a very good conversation. So I. I don't want to. I, I don't. I'm not going to dwell on anything too much. Um, I'm just going to throw out there that uh, <laughs> we kind of talked about science and stuff earlier. Uh, I don't know if you know much about CERN and what they do. Oh yeah. But. Uh, Today, they've officially started up again. Mm -hmm. And so that's concerning because they're messing with portals yeah. and different things that could could have a yeah. bad bad effect on us innocent people who are <laughs> not uh, wanting that to be done. Mm -hmm. um, Israel um, is in need of prayers. Uh, they're definitely very liberal government. Uh, well, first of all, they got to go back to elections. But they're they're very not you're not even liberal, because um, because in my day liberal liberal and or conservative those weren't necessarily negative things, uh, and so the true liberals and the true conservatives that there's nothing wrong with those positions. The people that are going to the extreme, they have a very far left um, that uh, are, are. I found this out a while ago too. Do you know what radical really means? No. Because we think of radical as a nut job, right? Yeah. I mean, if you think someone is an radical, yeah. extremist, a radical just means a fundamental. So huh. just someone who, uh, like, I'm a radical, I'm radical on math, you could say, because I just simply believe it works. Okay. You know, and, and I, that surprised me. Yeah. That, that radical is just simply, you know, just someone who accepts the reality of what's in front of them. Yeah. You know, that that's a radical. Huh. And and I saw that definition the other day, and I was like, really? Because yeah, you know, we, we've we think of word. <laughs> radical as, as as just complete nut job, yeah. you know. Uh, but anyway, but uh, they, they they got kind of kind of similar situations happening here in the United States of America. Um, it, the, what's happening in Israel and the United States are usually kind of parallel each other too, which is, which I find interesting. But but. Uh, there's a there's attack on their democracy like there's attacks on our democracy and yeah. and both sides think they're correct when one side has clearly got the wrong ideas as far as i'm concerned about you know should we be able to kill our babies and all that kind of stuff right that's why i think it's wrong but but uh because of that they've not been able to have a stable government and going back to elections again which uh at the same time one of their major threats 
is getting closer and closer to having weapons capable of doing a lot of damage. Uh-huh. And, you know, so I just, I'm, I'm constantly looking into what's going on and keeping them in my prayers and, and, and but not just them, just everybody that's in a bad situation right now, uh, Ukraine, there's, the, we're in the the war, wars and rumors of wars because mm-hmm. you know Russia is, is threatening this country now and threatening this and they're going back and forth. Um, in the meantime, it's easy to forget that there are innocent people in Russia who don't even want any of this going on. Yeah, you know, so it's 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 just it's just prayers for everyone that things are heating up. Um, the reason Israel is important is because we know that that's the center of what needs to happen. Is going to be in that location, so that's why I keep primarily what's going on there. But around the whole world, there's a lot going on, so just just pray pray for every innocent person who who's caught up in in, in this stuff that's going on, and and I just I'm just kind of the same thing. I don't want to forget that there are uh, that there are innocent humans suffering everywhere. Uh, even if we consider them an enemy country or you know a villain or whatever, there are still people in that culture that need our yeah. prayers and they need love. Um, and then, of course, Christians um, all over the world are, are the numbers are just getting outrageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the persecution, uh, the number of martyrs, the I mean, it's 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 getting well out of hand. So, just wanting to keep them all in prayers and 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 I want to send love. Uh, to any and everybody um, that I can in that regard, but uh, no, I think I think our conversation today has been has been great. So cool. I think we should, we can end it there. So uh, unless you got anything else, no. All right. Well, this has been Brad, and this has been Scott. And before I wrap it up, I just feel like saying I pray for everyone listening. I just reach out to you. And I just, I I thank you for being a part of this. I thank you for praying for us in return. But I just feel that it's important right now to just say, bless you and bless your search and bless your heart. God knows who you are. God has a plan for you. Each one of you, each one of you, he knows you by name. He loves you. And it is so important You are so important. That's what I'm trying to say. You are so important to him. Bless you with the blessings of Yahweh on your heart. Thank you. This has truly been not about us. Amen.